Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to our podcast series created by the Ambassadors of the Methodist Church in Ireland. We're delighted to bring you a series of interviews with people who serve and lead this denomination, hopefully allowing you the listener to get to know them personally and also how the church works. My name is Lisa Best and I work for IMYC, which is the Youth and Children's Department of the Methodist Church in Ireland and I have the privilege of working with the Ambassadors. Ambassadors It's a bunch of young adults who are tasked with the role to represent and advocate for children and young people across the denomination. So whatever you're doing right now, we hope you find this podcast fun, interesting and informative. Thanks for tuning in. I'm delighted uh, to welcome uh, two of our ambassadors, actually, to join me today. And a warm welcome uh, goes out to Bevan Jennings and Joshua McRoberts. It's fantastic to have you both here with me. Uh, Bevan is going to interview Joshua today. So welcome and thank you for coming. Good to have you here. Yeah, it's thanks nice for having us, thanks, Lisa. Yeah. yeah, these guys haven't had a choice, so this is how we roll. <laughs> so Bevan, you're going to interview Joshua today. Yes, yes, I am. So what is what, what? Tell us what's about to happen. Um, so I'm just going to ask um, Joshua some questions, and then we'll be able to hear um, what his answers are, um, and then uh, we'll have our little get to know uh, get to know him a bit better, um, and then we'll have our little outro and everything, and then we'll be done. That's great. Well, listen, Bevan, I'm going to hand over to you. I'll let you to use a phrase, batter on, and I look forward to hearing what Joshua has to say. So over to Bevan and Joshua. Great, thanks. Um, so just first of all, we just want to um, get to know uh, who you are. So Joshua, if you can tell us who you are in like 10 to 15 words, roughly. All right, I'll have a go. Um, hello, I am Joshua. Uh, I'm one of the ambassadors for the children and young people in the Methodist Church in Ireland. I think that's I think that's under that's the, the word limit you just sent me. <laughs> I don't know. Don't quite know. You can go over and expand if you want. All right, you know, yeah. So, well, hobby. I guess, yeah, give, <laughs> give a favorite age. hobby. All right, all right. Well, I, um, I've currently just finished studying at the University of Ulster. I was studying computing systems. Um, uh, favorite hobby? Oh, there's so many. I like woodworking and uh, computer programming. It uh, sort of feeds into my uni degree. Uh, and I'm currently 24. Very good. Um, yeah, he didn't need to. It's just a little over the work of this thing, don't worry. <laughs> um, another question. Um, what would you um, pick for your last meal on earth? I know it's a very tough decision to make. Oh, yeah, it most certainly is. A very interesting question, though. So um, I have to set the scene first, right? because this is a very specific meal for a very specific time. So it has to be a beautiful, sunny summer day, sun split in the trees, Lovely smell of fresh cut grass, um, potentially some cows in a backfield somewhere moving away. Um, and then you have to have a nice home barbecued burger with a side of salad, some garlic potatoes, and maybe a little bit of coleslaw on the side as well. Burger has to be stacked with all the toppings also. Got to have all the toppings on there. So yeah, that, I think that would be my last uh, last meal on earth. Lovely. Sounds perfect for a lovely summer barbecue if you get a day like that in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely They're definitely up there. <laughs> um, if you um, could have a billboard with anything on it, um, what would it be and why? Oh, that's an interesting question. Right, so my, my first thought goes to something silly like uh, stop reading this billboard and keep your eyes on the road. Um, 
but uh, I guess if it was something more serious, maybe something thought provoking. Oh, maybe like just the word eternity written in white lettering in bold on a black background. Uh, as for why, well, yeah, I guess so. Like the best marketing campaigns are always something that's uh, thought provoking and sticks with someone long time after they've seen the ad. So I think just a single word that it's stick in people's brains. I think that'd be a good thing. You know, um, I think actually, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be an interesting thing to see how people would react to just seeing that. And I think gold would be able to plant a lot of seeds of curiosity into people's hearts just with a simple word eternity on a billboard. Yeah, it's nice that you've um, thought about the marketing side behind <laughs> it as well. Oh, billboards are expensive, Bevan. Not, not to... everyone would do that. You can tell it's with your degree. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, I I would do that as well for my degree. So don't worry. All right, you're all not right. the only one. <laughs> um, what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Oh wow, another good question. Um, I guess like seeing others openly standing for their beliefs uh, without backing down or without really caring what other people think of them. Um, actually, there's a bit of a story I could put to that. So. Uh, about four or five years ago when I first started working um, for the last place I was working for, um, I would have considered myself like an undercover Christian in air quotation marks. Um, I didn't really feel confident or comfortable with like sharing my faith with others or even like starting conversations with others on like topics of faith or, you know, morally tough questions. Um, but there was this one guy I worked with um, and he was always really happy and really upbeat and, uh, and we, we worked in a, a store warehouse uh, at a company that sold uh, hardware and DIY tools. Um, and I was in the dispatch department picking orders and he was in the goods in department getting all the stock put away in the warehouse. But um, he would always be listening to music and he would always be singing along. And like when I stopped to listen to what he was singing to, it was always like worship music. Um, and that was something that really stood out to me because uh, my fear at the time was that the people around me would judge me or dislike me. Uh, for my faith and uh, to a lesser extent that was kind of true some people didn't really uh, appreciate it um, but yeah that guy's example really showed me that I shouldn't really care what other people think uh, of, of or how they see me um, and uh, yeah it was one of the things that really made a difference at that point in my life I just I stopped caring about what other people saw me as and uh, just started living for Jesus and and yeah making sure that he was the main focus yeah, so but I've still got a long way to go, and you know, there's still the odd time when I'll, you know, feel like I need to shrink away. But yeah, that that really truly inspired me to stand up and and be counted as a follower of Jesus, uh, without being afraid of others' opinions. Yeah, that's really cool that like you were able to um like have there was someone else that was there that like planted that seed for you, um, and like obviously it has now continued on as you're sharing it with other people. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Can you tell us, like, what is your job in the Methodist Church? Um, well, okay, so as part of the Methodist Church, uh, in a, a larger sense, um, I am one of the ambassadors. So I'm a volunteer in the ambassadors program. Uh, and that sort of, ha I have a role where I represent the voices of the children and young people at the Methodist Church to the larger body of the Methodist Church. But then I also represent the Methodist Church to the children and the young people. Um, 
more specifically, I'm uh, responsible for the Northwest District. So that's sort of uh, on the North Coast from Port Rush right the way down to just above Galway uh, and then in towards uh, Moira in the center. It's really hard to point out without a map in front of me, but um, hopefully people can kind of get a, a glimpse of the area that's covered. Um, in a local sense, uh, I help in my local church uh, as a Sunday school teacher uh, and a leader in the, the church YF. Um, so yeah, those are some of the, the roles I do in, in the Methodist church, both corporate or well, in the big sense and the little sense. Yeah, a lot of a lot of different things that you do. Um, what does um, what you do impact the Methodist Church, or how does it impact the Methodist Church? Um, so, as an ambassador for the children and young people, uh, I get the opportunity to stand up and make sure their voices are heard by the church as a whole. Um, the children and young people are a really key part of the Methodist Church. They're, they're the future of the church, uh, and they're. You know, it's really important to listen to them. Um, and it's really important they're listened to, they feel heard, they feel valued. And it's also important that they're taught and nurtured, especially in the, the current uh, times that we're living in. Um, so I see that as one of the main impacts on the church um, for me uh, in my current role. Yeah. And then um, how does that, um, uh, how does what you do impact the children and young people? That's a good question. So on the flip side of what I just said, um, through the ambassador's role, I get to show the children and young people that they do matter. Well, I sort of touched on that before, that they matter and that they're heard. Um, so we were already actually, as ambassadors, we were already able to uh, to host a seminar at Soulmates back in 2019 when we were able to actually see each other in person. Uh, we were also able to hold uh, or host an online forum earlier in the year. Um, so yeah, yeah, that those are two of the things that we were able to do uh, before everything sort of shut down for a bit. But um, it, it brought, it, yeah, it just brought me so much joy uh, to be able to sit alongside the youth groups at Soulmates uh, and get to hear their stories, the stories of the kids, the stories of the leaders, have them ask questions and responding to our questions that we had asked them, and just to hear their suggestions um, and just hearing their voices. It was just great fun, and there's always a buzz around Soulmates as well. Uh, it was also really exciting and uh, encouraging to hear the heart of the young people um, during the online forum. Uh, so there were two uh, sort of parts to the forum. We had children uh, on earlier in the evening, and then we had the teenaged age group in the later in the evening. Um, and a lot of them have a real hunger just to learn more about God and a real passion for their fellow young people uh, and for even for others who don't uh, know Jesus yet or haven't come to know Jesus as their savior. Um, so being able to encourage and support them um, as they explore their faith uh, is one of the key points of impact uh, that I hope to achieve through the program. And Bevan, I know you were you were one, you were the other ambassador who was on uh, our forum in our forum group. So I'm sure you had a, a very similar experience of that as well. Yeah, it was lovely um, getting to hear what the young people said and even like getting to know some of them because a lot of the time as Ireland, there are so many different uh, churches around Ireland. It's lovely to meet some young people that I hadn't met before. So it was really nice. Um, so now this is a really, really serious question. Um, we will severely judge you if you don't get the right answer um, for oh this dear. one. Um, but it's who has been your favorite female Irish Methodist president? 
Ah, I believe this is a trick question, for I only know one, and the answer is the one and the only Heather Morris. <laughs> is, that the right, is that the right answer? Should I have said that? Just, no? yeah, I'd be yes. shocked if you... <laughs> I would be shocked if you said anyone else. <laughs> you would be shocked, Josh, if you said anything else. That's just oh, the dear, well. <laughs> you hear it, You heard it here first, folks. I just kept my job as an ambassador. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Good job. Um, and then the last question is, um, what is your best tip for making the world a better place? Oh, wow. That is an excellent question. Right. So my number one tip for making the world a better place, uh, my best advice that I could give anyone on this would be to find out and to live the path that God has called you to. Um, so in the Bible, in uh, the book of Psalms, uh, Psalm 139, uh, verse 16, uh, it says, You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. And in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Uh, and I firmly believe that every one of us has a unique calling uh, that God has placed within us. And God, from the time that we were born, has placed talents and desires in each of our hearts that will perfect that will help us to perfectly fulfill the plan that he has for us. Um, so not only will God uh, God's plan for your life uh, be the most fulfilling thing you could ever do, um, but it will also allow you to touch other people's lives with the love and the hope uh, that Jesus can bring into someone's life. Um, so that, th- the fact that you should find out and live the path that God has called you to, that is my number one best tip for making the world a better place. Would you have a tip for how, like say if anyone was listening to this and they wouldn't know how to find the path that um, God has chosen for them, would you have a tip of, how, how you found your path, if you found it, um, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say the first thing you want to do is uh, look at what brings you joy. Um, because what brings you joy in your heart is something that God has placed in your life. Uh, so for me, um, all the way through high school, I told I wasn't really that creative. Um, in art class, you know, we had to draw pictures of, I don't know, plants or whatever. Didn't really spark any enjoyment in me. But after I left high school, I found out that I'm actually quite a creative person. Um, so doing artwork, doing woodwork, uh, writing uh, stories, like I, I just love uh, expressing creativity. Um, so being creative is one of the things that I believe God has placed in my life um, and that I can use for his glory. So things that you enjoy doing, um, definitely that's make a list of those and then pray about it. Ask God um, what skills to pursue like if you're musical god can definitely use that for his kingdom um if you love photography if you like film if you're dramatic uh, if you like writing if you love like uh, growing things like uh in the garden um there's many things there's like, there's so much in the world there's so many jobs to be done uh for the kingdom of god so uh yeah if you if you write down a list of the things that you really enjoy doing uh, and pray through it all and ask God for what your next step is or where you can start. He is going to answer that prayer for you. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that that would be a first step towards finding out what your calling is. 
Great, thank you so much. That is all the questions. You can relax now. <laughs> no problem at all. Well thank done, you for having guys. me on. It was great to hear from both of you there. Thanks. It was great. Loving how, uh, Joshua, you made it seem like this might have been the first time you ever heard those great questions. That was brilliant. We all know you've been prepared <laughs> for those. But well done for trying to uh, bluff it that this was all fresh and not prepared at all. Listen, well, thank were, you for joining questions. us and for doing it. They were good questions, you're right. And they you affirmed that with us throughout. So thank you very much. Listen, uh, it's been great to spend some time with you here. And it's been great to get to, to hear a little bit about the things that make you tick, the things that are important to you and what it means uh, for you in your role as a Methodist uh, church ambassador. So that is brilliant. And Bevan, thank you for those uh, fabulous interview skills. It's great to, to hear you uh, poke Joshua and ask him questions and even throw in a few red herrings that uh, weren't originally in the script. So I love all that. <laughs> Listen, folks, if you enjoyed tuning in and hearing from us today, there are going to be some more podcasts and other people interviewed. Bevan, who are we? Uh, who else are the ambassadors in- interviewing at the minute? Uh, would you mind telling us? Yeah, um, so we're interviewing um, the one, the only, Heather Morris, um, the Secretary of Conference, um, Tom McKnight, the outgoing president, um, Sar Yambasu, um, the incoming president of the Methodist Church, and Hazel um, Loney, who is the lay leader of the Methodist Church, and then the famous IMYC team leader, the one, the only, Gillian Gilmore. Wow, Gillian, I promise we didn't pay her to say that, but you are fabulous and you are amazing. So thank you. Listen, folks, that's all from us tonight. Uh, Today, it's been great uh, to spend some time with you. Hope you've enjoyed tuning in with us. Don't forget to follow IMYC on our social media, uh, especially over conference week. Conference dates are we start officially on the 5th of June with Conference Youth Night and then the business starts it's lovely time with all the lovely people from the 9th to the 13th of June and there's lots of stuff going on there are services there's worship services there's business there's things about finance there's things about hearing what God's up to so we hope that uh, the ambassadors will keep you updated on our IMYC social media about what's going on so you guys can have an idea and maybe uh get a wee bit of an interest of what they're doing on your behalf what they're hearing and maybe you might want to be speaking to that over the next year so thank you for tonight uh it's a goodbye from me lisa best thank you for tuning in it's a goodbye from my guests here hi goodbye and uh we hope uh to hear from you all soon please tune in the rest of our podcasts Uh, We love you. We miss you. Can't wait to all be in person. And God bless and uh, talk to you soon. Bye.